When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Lustery out at the Minnesota State Fair. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. It is the special tell-all edition. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. And I'm Bradley Trainer. And I'm Holly Roberts. Thank you for joining us. Uh, okay, so we, when we last spoke... When last we spoke. When last we spoke, we were talking about our worst, our worst um, guest ever, and it is Vicki Lawrence. It always has been. I cannot imagine it, it ever getting worse than that. It just, I will say it just kind of went downhill fast because there wasn't a lot of she showed up for her questions that Mm -hmm. we asked which is why she was there so to that end she did her job it's not like we went off the rails or anything but but beyond that it was like oh we had planned for two segments with her we never do that like we never do that usually we're like one segment will be good it'll be fine but we're like this is vicky lawrence we planned for two segments in the breaks, you know, so we're all sitting together. In the breaks, she's like in her phone, grunting at us, not really talking, kind of not like kind of snippy. Yeah. And then the, and then the second the light goes on and it's time to do the show, she's like, like hi. hi, I'm Vicki Lawrence. I'm your best friend. I'll be your best friend forever. And like we're Until like, Until the what? commercial break. And then I hate you. <laughs> and so that's how that went. Yeah, it didn't go well. It wasn't good. So she, she shan't be coming back. I think is the bottom line. I, I think it's safe to say, unless she was like, you know, I heard about my last performance on this program. I'd like to and try I'd like again. To do it again. Mm. We might give her another chance. We probably would because yeah. we're nice like that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we got some other questions via the Twitter. Let's do it. All right. Okay, so one of them is, what is your most memorable crazy, stupid idiot story? Oh, oh, I know what it is. Duh. Dr. Dr. Turnenkoff. Yeah. Holly, were you here for that? I was not. Bradley, that was during the weekend dirt. That was like, oh, that was so long yes. ago. This is a 10-year-old story. correct, ma'am. The story <laughs> is, there was a guy, and his real name was, Do- well, his last name was Weenie Cough. Weenie Cough, that's oh. right. Which, I don't know why we change it to Turnenkoff, because Weenie Cough is, is plenty. I mean, that's good enough. Yeah. Anyway, he was, uh, he was going door-to-door with a doctor's bag, telling people that he was a doctor and he came to do breast exams. Yeah, he was going door to door to give free breast exams. And the, now, which is terrible. <laughs> which is so bad. But the problem was the thing that tipped off some of the women that this was not a an officially um, sanctioned activity sanction, sanctioned activity was that as part of his breast exam, he would examine their nether regions. Like so, as an add-on like not the breasts yeah and i think there was one victim who in particular was like i knew something was wrong when yeah he began to examine down there yeah and i was like that might be a good indication that the breast (laughs) exam guy isn't doing more than he promised 
Yeah. And for some reason, that one is just like stuck in our heads. Well, because it's just so absurd. Yeah. And we followed, I think, Darwinikoff. Uh, we followed his work. Like, no, through his, his trial and conviction. <laughs> yes, and we did. Yeah, we the did. The chronicles of Dr. Dr. Weenikoff. His adjudication right? through our criminal justice system. In fact, I'm going to see if we've got any updates on yeah, Dr. Yeah, look that up. Um, Holly, do you have a favorite uh, crazy, stupid idiot? Oh, gosh. She has a favorite genre. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, 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 why is that? Schmoop. Yeah. Anything oh. schmoop related? Oh, schmoop. sure. I mean, when is it not funny? When I mean, is it not funny? I think our bosses have a good idea of when they think it's not funny, but we think it's funny. It's like yeah. it's always funny to us. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. We love the Bradley Trainer is I'm checking uh, on Dr. Weenikoff. Dr. Weenikoff. There's a lot of Dr. Weenikoffs, by the way. But d- did you look up Dr. Weenikoff? Yeah, no, like literally look up Yeah, but Janet he's not remember, he's not Jacqueline. a doctor, so he's just Mr. Weenikoff. Oh, Mr. Weenikoff. Mr. Weenikoff. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't remember I can't remember his first name. Maybe John? I don't know. Anyway, oh, you keep sure. looking that up. I'm yeah. going to... Uh, I, I will say, though, that, you know, I think we talked about this recently, but really the all-time, like, classic moment, I think, that made me laugh was, unfortunately, Colleen, you were not here for this on the show. Ding, dang. It was oh. when we were doing... Does, is it, does it have to do with cider? Yeah. <laughs> Tell is that this story. where Bradley uh-huh. Trainer was the crazy stupid idiot? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so we so we used to do something on the show called the Daily Snap Judgment where it was you would answer this or that question. And it was a, an autumnal themed question where the, we asked you hot chocolate or hot apple cider. Simple question. Somebody <laughs> decided to put in their answer on our Facebook page mm-hmm. and we would read them off. And then Bradley uh, was reading them off and it was hot. Mhm. And then maybe like Bradley thought it was a product name Dixon well, it was three or words. like or like a location yeah, yeah like yeah from Dixon maybe Dixon mm-hmm. somewhere mm-hmm. anyway yeah, so D I X O N so it was H O T D I X O N cider mm-hmm. and so everybody play the home game and say so that you say those three words when mm-hmm. you read them hot yeah. Dixon and somebody said I really like hot bleep bleep mm-hmm. and I go oh Bob from Altoona says he really <laughs> loves hot bleep bleep and Holly and I or Holly was like oh that's in, uh, that's a new one and I was like yeah I don't think I've ever heard of and then or, you, no I go I don't think I've ever had hot <laughs> bleep bleep and then you were doubling we down both, on we it we both were it like went on. we both had a conversation like nothing and then I was like but I feel like we're saying something wrong I, at one point I was like I feel like I'm saying something wrong oh. and then I was like oh Holly yeah. Oh, Holly. Yeah. I and came it occurred back. to us finally what there we it had is. said. Yeah. I there came back is. and got to listen to it again, and it was just, it was, that was, was some good radio. That was right a there. treasured memory. It really is a special moment. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we had another question. This one I think will be a quickie. Uh, this one came from Barb via the Twitter. Hi, Barb. She said, I love Blinded by the Item, but I'm curious, why did you discontinue the quiz at 1230? So we used to oh, do... God. What would what was that called? I think it was just called Thirty Second Pop Culture Challenge. Culture Culture Challenge. Challenge. Why did we discontinue it? So you know, here's the here's the truth. Sometimes we just go. You know what? I don't think we should do that anymore. And we freshen up the act a little bit. That doesn't mean it won't ever come back. It just means we were kind of done with it for a little bit. So um, we've done. We've got all sorts of examples of that. We used uh, to do something called science because science Mm -hmm. because Science. science. 
Friends. That's on a shelf. We've got uh, Rewind or Nevermind is on a shelf somewhere. We used somewhere. to go back and watch old sitcoms and decide yep. if they were worth watching again. Yep. Well, there's all kinds of... So, you know, you'll hear segments kind of cycle through. And all the shows do this to some degree. We sort of, like, throw something I mean, new if in. Good and, shows, they do, right? Right. I mean, if you're never changing, it'd be a little dusty. That's true. But we do it. Crazy Stupid Idiots is like the one thing that never goes anywhere. It's stuck. It's stuck. Because it's so good. It's the gift it's that so, keeps on giving. Is. The good people of Florida have been kind to us over the years. Yes, they and sure so have. We continue to return the favor. We salute them. By sharing their misfortune. Uh, when we come back, uh, we did get one more. We got another question, and this one came from our friend Panda. We love Panda. She's a very active listener, and we uh, like to engage with her on the Twitter. And she actually asked us a question yesterday, uh, and she said, it's not really like a, you know, salacious question. Now I have to find it. Um, but she wanted to know, like, do we have a typical day? What does a typical day look like? Like, when do we show? Here it is. I know a question I've been curious about, not scandalous, but what is a typical day, if such exists, like for you all? Like, how early do you get to work? What goes into prep, etc.? Um, so I feel like we can touch on that. We've also had a request to tell the stink bomb story. Uh, and we can do all of that. But let's just leave this segment with this question. Okay. We did get a question from somebody who asked which one of the three of us is the biggest diva. Oh. And I'm going to go ahead and say it's all of us. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all equally divalicious. We all have our diva moments. Sure. Why not, yeah. right? Yeah. You got you to gotta rock it. Yeah. When we come back, we will answer a Panda's question about what a typical day looks like, and then we'll tell the stink bomb story at some point. And we'll continue to answer your questions, if you have them, on this very special episode of The Colleen and Bradley Show, live from the Minnesota State Fair. We are telling all. all we will do it. that after this on My Talk 1071. It is the very special tell-all episode of The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, live from the Minnesota State Fair. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. And I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Holly Roberts. You guys are so good at that. You guys deliver some news. Um, we've been answering your questions throughout the show. We, we literally will tell you everything you want to know. Uh, yeah, but nobody's right now, asked anything particularly scandalous. This is no. true. I do, I do have a favor. Okay. Uh, this is going to be a moment where we actually ask the audience a question. We are having some great difficulty remembering oh, yeah. something. Oh, I can't mm-hmm. remember. So we, ha- there's so many things we have to keep track of. And we were trying to remember, we used to do a bit and there was a quiz involved and we would ask, like, I don't know, when the person got done with it, the quiz maybe, we would ask them if they wanted a dash of pizzazz, an awkward hug, or something else. We can't remember any of the It was details. like three sound effects yeah, in like, quick succession, but it, yes. it had a snappy name, too. Yeah, and I can't remember. Dash of pizzazz or a... <laughs> and we don't know why people, we gave those, what the game was. So if you remember, please tweet us. I'm at my talk, Colleen. At Bradley Trainer At Holly D. Roberts. But right now, we do have a question. We got this question from Panda, and she asked the question about... She wants to know, like, what's a typical day like? She said, I know a question I've been curious about, not scandalous, but what is a typical day if such exists like for y'all? Like how early do you get to work? What goes into prep, etc.? So, uh, who wants to go? Um, it's, our days are all a little bit different. Sim- what, here's what I usually tell people because people always ask like, how do you, like, when do you go into work? That's usually the question. Like, when do and you go into work? And the answer is we get there at 5 to noon, <laughs> we open up our microphones, we have no it, idea what we're going to do, and then at 3 o'clock we're done. And we just have a three hour a day job. 
Uh, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> no. Jokes. Usually what we're, and it all depends on the person, the day, and what's going on, but typically we're there a little bit before the show. Uh, we're there. Our boss uh, is here, so you got to make it sound like we wake up yeah. at midnight. We wake up at uh, <laughs> 7 a.m. and roll right into the office. Okay, anyway. But it just depends. It, it really, really depends. It's very flexible, but we're spending usually a couple hours before the show preparing. We're usually there after the show doing some uh, finishing up work. But then the thing that I always tell people is, and our job is not work in the traditional sense. I am very grateful for that. And mm -hmm. I know you guys feel similarly. Holly, you are here a lot more than uh, both Colleen and I because you've got some other duties that have you at the station. But <laughs> Duties. Duties. I mean, I like it, right? But, <laughs> but, not that you're better. Duties. But... Um, we're always kind of working mm -hmm. and I don't mean work I just right. mean we're always kind of paying attention like sure when we're watching media like TV or movies or something like that's part of uh, our work but but really it's like looking at the internet looking at social media sort of being plugged in and always kind of having an idea and we're always kind of putting things on the grid for like oh tomorrow I want to make sure we talk about this so I'll go over but it might not be a, you know it's not a 9 to 5 job no it's sort of like a all the time yeah. like you're always aware and then the other thing and because I do think I do think people probably do wonder like when we all so we all kind of do our things separately and then we get together usually between 1030 and 1045 and then we spend that time um, talking about how we're gonna talk about things which I know sounds really weird right but like we in order for us to know how we're gonna like get into a conversation and take the conversation we have to talk about like what our actual unique perspective is because everybody truth is all the other shows are going to talk about a lot of the same stories yeah so what are we going to do that's a little bit different from everybody else and it's not that we think about My it in that manner other but people would be like you can't talk about that we already talked about right. that and it's like well <laughs> that's like the olden days where right. you know people weren't thinking through perhaps uh the amount of effort and planning you should like we all are bringing a unique perspective as you said to right. each mm -hmm. story so that's part of what we do is spend that um about an hour before the show talking about how we're going to talk about things and where we're going to talk about them and we have we actually have like actual strategies that we employ what i know that where how we how we we're arrange trained things. professionals it's true and then we do our favorite thing which is eat lunch and gossip and gossip yeah and then we do our show. And then we do our show. And then we have a little post-production work and then... Yeah. But, you know, there is some flexibility with the job uh, that has been really wonderful. Uh, yeah. So that's Well, that. especially with the, the pandemic, things got real mm -hmm. flexible in terms of, like, where we were doing the show from and where we were doing the prep from. And, like, I was just thinking the other day about how there was a period of time where I was literally sitting in the parking lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Yes. In the back 40, there's a really nice, like, sort of nature view and I would eat my lunch, and we would prep on like my like my phone would be set up on FaceTime, and then three of us would be prepping, and I'd be eating my lunch in my car. Yep. Weird. It Just was a very such a weird, weird year. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would like, I would do, I would do our prep in my kitchen and then I would drive the 17 minutes to work, go directly into my little studio. We didn't see each other. Like we knew we were all in the same building. We were within, you know, feet of each other, but we didn't see each other in the flesh. It was very we, bizarre. Yeah, we'd see each other in passing, but right. we didn't spend a lot of time congregating. It was real weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Where are we? Okay. So I feel like now is the appropriate time to begin the stink bomb story. Dun, 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 stink bomb. So. Uh, where do we begin? Well, we begin. It's a tale as old as time. This is like the one was... story when, when we have our retirement party thirty five hundred years from now. Yeah. I don't know when this is going to be, but when we're probably senior citizens, hopefully, yeah. fingers crossed, yeah. uh, they will tell this story about the stink bomb for sure. Because it's the one time we thought we had a brilliant idea and learned very quickly we had the worst, worst idea ever. <laughs> so it was April Fool's Day. I, I'm going to say the year was, I'm going to just like yeah. arbitrarily pick a year. And I think I'm going to say 2014. Yeah, it was before my time. So, so yeah, definitely sounds probably that and before in yeah. that range. Okay, it, so it was, was, I mean, it was a very specific time, actually. It wouldn't be hard to nail down because yeah. it was a time in which uh, Elizabeth Reese and Marjorie were doing their own show before ours. Yes. So Bradley and I used to carpool to work. Uh, I used to pick Bradley up every morning. We would drive together. And on the way to work that particular morning, this was before we were very planful in life. Yeah. Um, we Plan dec- forward. We, we were like, hey, we should definitely pull a prank. And Bradley had seen, we had been, at the time we were watching Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. Yeah. And she had done this thing where she had something called a fart bag. And she had set it off, and it smelled for a little bit. And, and it seemed like a laughed. stink bomb, but like, but very inoffensive stink bomb. It was just a little. It looked like a baseball card packet, yeah. you know, with the gum. It looked like that, and, and you just step on it, and it launches or releases like, you know, some noxious fumes. It seemed, you know, harmless, totally harmless. So Bradley watched that episode and was like, ordered them on Amazon immediately. And I think I if I, rem- I was going to say, what was it like 75? Yeah, there were 75 yeah. of these fart bags. So he we're driving. He's like, I've got that. I've got these. I've grabbed one of these fart bags. Um, we should just and then we made this plan. We were going to bring coffee in to Marjorie and Elizabeth. Actually, before this, okay. you got to remember that we uh, we're going to do this during Lori and Julia. Oh, yeah. I forgot about we were that. like, hey, let's let's set off a, a fart bag in like during Lori and Julia's show. And I remember distinctly driving or like you were driving. Yeah. But I remember being in the car and we were like, yeah, that's probably not a good idea. Because with Lori and Julia, sometimes you, you just never know what the reaction know. is going to be. Yeah. And so maybe we should like. Maybe we should do Marjorie and Elizabeth. Yeah, we feel like that would be a better that would be a better use of our fart bag. Yeah. So we come up with this plan. We're gonna bring them coffee, right? We know Marjorie loves coffee, so we're gonna bring Marjorie a cup of coffee, and then Bradley's gonna throw it on the floor and stomp on it. And when he stomps on it, we gotta leave the room because what's gonna happen next is it's, it's like going to explode. Like thirty seconds, you gotta get out of the room, and then it'll explode. Yep. 
So they're on the air. And we bring in the coffee, and Marjorie's very, and rightfully so, very suspicious You can of tell us. she's like, I don't trust this. I wouldn't drink that coffee. Whatever they're trying to do right now is full of lies, and we should probably avoid it. So we were distracting them with the coffee. And we knew, this was yeah. actually the evil genius. We knew that they would think we'd done something to the coffee. Yeah, but little did they know, I had thrown the fart bag underneath the radio desk, yep. stepped on it, mm -hmm. and then we very quickly got out. And the show continued for, you know, not even 30 seconds when a pop went off. And, and you can hear it in the studio. Yep. And then suddenly, Elizabeth, no, I think it's Marjorie. It's Marjorie. She goes, something happened. Something happened. And she's like, I smell something. And Elizabeth is like, I'm eating an egg. Is it an egg? And she goes, oh, no. Oh, no. Now, pause the story. Elizabeth Reese was pregnant and nobody knew it. And so imagine, if you will, in the early stages of pregnancy, when every smell nauseates you, and we've just put the most potent smell. Now, Bradley and I were like, it'll just like go away. It'll like well, because just, again, like, fart smell bag. Does second. that sound bad? Fart bag. It just it's sounds not like, like fart bomb, you know, nuclear waste <laughs> dump. Like noxious cloud of disgusting No, we were like, it'll, it'll be like... And then be done. Yeah. Oh, stinks. Oh, fart bag. <laughs> Soon we learned, not only, one, Elizabeth Reese got as close as she's ever been to vomiting She was looking for a air. trash can to barf in because Aww. unbeknownst to us, she's pregnant and dealing with that. So she makes a beeline out of it. Well, they, I mean, literally, they're like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. And the smell, and we're like, wow. And we were laughing hysterically. We're like, ha, ha, we got them. Okay, so what happens next will change your life forever. Yeah, well, it changed our life. It sure forever. did. We'll tell you the rest of the stink bomb story. And yes, that's a tease. It was an actual stink bomb. Ugh. We'll tell you the rest of the story when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Okay, we are in the middle of our stink bomb spectacular on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Special from the Minnesota State Fair. It is the tell all edition of the Colleen and Bradley Show. We do it every year live from the Minnesota State Fair on whatever Saturday we broadcast. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. And I'm Bradley Trainer. And I'm Holly Roberts. Um, and. Holly, you've heard this story like a thousand times. You weren't with us yet. You weren't at the station even when this happened, but it is legend. Am I've, I right? Yeah, I've heard the story. I've heard the actual bean footage. Oh, yeah, that's right. Of this. I mean, we have it archived and ready to roll at a moment's notice. I wish we, I knew where it was. <laughs> Do we know where it is? I have it. Oh, you have that? Yeah. I have that. So, okay, so here, here's where we are in the story. Bradley has... Uh, Bradley and I have come up with this brilliant idea that we're going to put off a fart bag in the studio while Marjorie and Elizabeth are on the air. We think it is just going to be a whiff of bad odor and then it will dissipate. And uh, it that is not what it was. No, it is literally the most noxious fumes I have ever smelled in my life. And that toxic cloud of doo-doo smell <laughs> began to waft slowly throughout the entire building not just in our radio area no. in fact we immediately put a fan which probably thinking about it was not, <laughs> not a smart move choice. we should have just walled off that that <laughs> studio. studio and let it dissipate over time it would have taken a couple days <laughs> they they opened a door put in a fan an industrial fan elizabeth and marjorie oh. went into the main studio oh to finish their show while we aired it out hopefully in time for our show which it did. It aired it out all the way into the lobby mm -hmm. of the Hubbard Broadcasting Building, yeah. a building which is sacrosanct in the sacrosanct in the 
history, the pantheon of mm-hmm. Twin Cities media. Uh, uh, it's history. also yep. it's also the corporate headquarters. So there's yeah. like really important people in suits that work there. Like yeah. the most with important people, yeah. right? Yeah. The people who brought us radio and television to like, the Twin Cities. Period. period. Like actual actually brought yeah. those mediums to we the Twin Cities. We have now released a toxic cloud. No big deal. Into that space. No big deal. Also, I don't know if you've ever been in a place where a stink bomb has been let off, but it doesn't it doesn't like waft. It literally travels like a pod. It just sort of like the whole disgusting sulfur smell just moves. So, we go to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> like and try to pretend that everything is normal. Like we didn't do anything, and um, we can smell it. By the way, like all the way down in the lunchroom, and people are kind of talking about it. We're just like whatever. Like somebody set off a stink bomb in the radio building. Our boss, our big boss, Dan oh, Seaman, God. who just was here, has now left because he can't. He, I think he's traumatized by the story. He was out of town, so we're like, oh, good. Dan's not here. We should be okay. We get an email from another person in. That you don't want to get an email that says, yeah, come and see me after the show. A person who can, yeah, do make things. your life not happy. So we get this email from her, and it says, please come and see me immediately after the show. It's like Nothing being called else. to the principal's office. I check it as we're at lunch, and I'm thinking, uh-oh. And I tell Bradley, we got an email from this person, and we have to go see them after the show. And I'm sweating bullets. No, you literally were like flop sweat. We're sitting at lunch. Flop sweat. This is Aww. how Brad. This tells you everything you need to know about Bradley's and my relationship. Bradley is talking me down from the ledge. He's like, "We're gonna go and we're gonna do the best darn show we've ever done, and it might be our last show. But it, we are gonna. It's gonna be." Did so you good. say that, Bradley? That this might be our last show? Well, it was well, feeling it like was it was more like <laughs> I think we're fine. Nobody's gonna do anything. If they were gonna do anything, they would have done it already. Okay, it's fine. Right. But even if this is our last show, it will be our. It's best gonna be show. a great show. We're gonna have fun. I was just given. I had to give her He's, a pep talk because pep talk. Tom, or Holly, she was literally inconsolable. Because in my brain, I'm like, she I have shut kids. Down. I have to feed. I can't lose this job. I thought this was gonna be funny. It, it's not funny. We get on the air, and within the first five minutes, I am now powering down. I'm like a yep. robot powering She's down. She's not responding to things I'm saying. She's not engaged in the conversation. Meanwhile. My friend Bradley is like, where his Completely, shirt is yeah. drenched yeah. with sweat. No, my, my, oh my gosh. sweat glands opened up. So we this goes on for a solid half hour. And then Marjorie comes in and she's like, you guys, I'm sorry. I tried to do everything I can I could. There are a lot of closed door meetings going on right now. She's like, but don't worry. I told them it's fine. But I don't know because, you know, you know they seem like they're probably going to you know, have to make some kind of decision. I mean, it, she she really she sold, it. sold us a bill of goods. They were going to keep this up for the entire show, you guys. But because we were no longer functioning. Yeah, well, you literally stopped working. I did, I did. Our boss came in and tried to check on us and I think realized the paralysis that was now affecting the results of our radio station it, and decided to pull the plug yep. and tell us that she had been the one she was the one who sent a letter or excuse me oh, had what? asked <laughs> i meant email i'm a yeah, hundred years I old know. she's the one that had gotten this other individual to send an email to us 
So it was all just a reverse April Fool's prank oh. on us. Not to say, though, that people weren't frustrated with what we'd actually done. Oh, yeah. No, that's absolutely true. In fact, actually, when our boss came back, he did say to us, I was really glad I was gone because I didn't want to have to deal with that. Yeah. It was um, ill-advised, and since then, we've never really done an April Fool's joke. Yeah. I will say, I don't think we ever got uh, like a corporate... You know, you get those emails sometimes at work where they're like, um, just a reminder of our stink bomb policy. Right. We never got one of those Thank emails. God. So like that did make me feel a little, you know, it wasn't as bad as perhaps we thought. Oh man. It but was, it was legendary. It taught us a valuable lesson in radio. Never do anything for our show. Yes. This is words that we now live by that you haven't thought all the way through and planned for every Eventuality. So this has the, and sometimes that comes around to bite us in the rear a little bit too, because we are like, okay, let's run through all the scenarios. Yeah. And we run through all the scenarios. Exactly. But like you said, we learned our lesson because that didn't go well. Yeah. We survived. We did We're survive. We're still here 10 we years are, later. We are still here. We are still 10, exactly 10 full years later. We are still here. We are still talking to you. Uh, and six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you've got any questions for us, we are telling all. It is the Colleen and Bradley Show tells all episode. We do this every year at the Minnesota State Fair. It is kind of a fun one. We have literally like it. It is rare to get on the radio and not have a plan. We literally did well, not have a plan because uh, well, we did have a plan. Well, actually. we did. We did talk through exactly what we were going to say, but that was a very. <laughs> short conversation it was a short conversation um if so if you have questions just give us a jingle right on the uh social media my talk yeah. app etc did we get any I, I feel like hannah asked us another one and now i can't remember what it was do you remember do no. we have another question no okay. i don't remember okay uh do you uh, so anyway 651-641-1071 or you can tweet us i'm at my talk colleen at bradley trainer at holly d roberts yeah okay so if we have a favorite Project Down and Dirty, yes, we also have favorite. a least favorite Project Down and Dirty. So I ask you, Colleen, mm -hmm. what was your least favorite Project Down and Dirty? And for the audience who might not be familiar, just mm -hmm. to, to remind you guys, Project Down and Dirty is like a reality show on the radio for a couple, well, it's usually for a few days, up to a week of our time each year. We will all get cloistered together to put on a show, do something as a team, something outside our comfort zone. It's all aired on the radio, and it's generally, well, not generally, it's always for charity. And right. so we do that every year, usually in the fall, around October. We do it, um, we've done, gosh, you and I have been here for everyone except the first. Yep, which was 10 years ago. Which we were on the air for because we did mm -hmm. the, we hosted the reunion show because we were on the weekend. Yes. So, so we didn't do the first year's Project Down and Dirty, but we were there for the the fun. And the first year's Project Down and Dirty, they lived in an RV here at the Minnesota State Fair. So we we lucked out on that one. Um, but our first year though is the is my least favorite. I it, knew it, oh, yeah. Mall of America. I still have like I still have like a response to that, like a visceral. <laughs> 
response. And it's not because of the Mall of America, because we should say we love the Mall of America, yes. but it's because of the way that Project Down and Dirty was set up that oh, year. Oh, man. We were literally in a hamster bowl or and cage. H- hamster bowl? I don't know. You don't put <laughs> hamsters in bowl. Goldfish bowl, hamster yes. cage. Yes. And we had no shower. We had to share one little tiny one holer bathroom. We had to share a bed. Yep. In a gigantic storefront with everybody else. And everybody else was sleeping in beds together. And the only thing that separated us from the public was a curtain. So, like, you'd wake up. You could literally, listeners could walk walk in. Walk back. And they did. Holly, imagine. No. You're sleeping. No. Somebody comes in and is like, hey, there's Holly. I have a distinct memory of, like, laying in bed after our show and just like sobbing (laughs) it was just a real difficult time it was just it was like mentally taxing because you're you're not in your safe space like and you're really we also didn't quite understand i think the challenge of what we were doing right and there ended up being all these sideshow dramas happening around us and i think we did a good job of sort of staying out of the the limelight of the drama but by the end of it, I think we got in, uh, you got in the car, I got in the car, and we drove home. Oh, also, we had to show up the very next day for work. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yes. Very well. Yeah. Because I drove you home from the mall, and I was like, I'll see you in the morning, because this is back when I, we were driving together to work. So I was like, yeah. I'll see you in a few hours. Went home, had the best sleep of my life. Yep. Yeah. With another man in my bed. It yep. was my spouse. And not your co-host. And not my co-host. Woke up in the morning, came and got you. And I think we were still like processing it aloud in the yeah. car on the way there. Like, what just What happened? did we get ourselves into? What and have we done? it's only been uphill from there. Yes. Holly, do you have a least favorite? Well, I did have nightmares after Project Down and Dirty Restaurant. I had server nightmares. Oh, because sure. you'd actually been a server. Yeah, because I had been a server all through college and then some. And going back into a dinner service routine, mm-hmm. I legitimately had the nightmares. And server nightmares are where, you know, you have you have tables that you can't fill their beverages fast enough. You can't get to things. It's just stress. So there were just like reverberations of stress dreams yeah. after that. The actual experience itself was fun, but the aftermath was just like, oh, yeah. I don't want that again. Yeah. Nasty. That It was kind of fun, though, to be in a restaurant every day for four days. Oh, yeah. Right? Totally. Yeah. But yes, I can see how that would give you those, those nightmares. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to close out this year's tell-all version of the Colleen and Bradley show live from the Minnesota State Fair. If you've got questions, head over to Twitter, my talk, Colleen Bradley, tra- at Bradley Trainer at Holly D. Roberts. Uh, and we'll see if we've got any more questions we can answer them when we come back on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the very special edition of the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071 live from the Minnesota State Fair. It is our annual tell all edition of the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. I'm Bradley Trainer. And I'm Holly Roberts. Like, this so that. is 60 minutes. Actually, it was it's 120 like, minutes. It's actually like 15 more minutes. Wow. Not even. That flew not by. even. Um, it does fly by, it? Doesn't helps it? when you've got a fabulous audience live at the Minnesota State Fair. We are out here on a beautiful, beautiful Yay. day. Thank you all. Sell <laughs> it. You both Yay. were so... <laughs> <laughs> all right. I will okay. say the crowds are nowhere near what I expected. No. So if you're uh, at all curious about what the crowds are like out at the fair, I would say this is probably half 
if not less. It is very what manageable. What I would expect on a sunny Saturday. Very, very manageable. Yeah. Um, we did get another uh, Twitter question. This one came from Mandy. Mandy asks, what would your career or job be if it wasn't a radio host or producer? Ooh, gosh, all the things. Okay, well, I'm curious, Colleen, what are you going to be doing if um, you're not a radio? Well, I snap my point, fingers today. What are you doing? <laughs> well, at this point, I would be a pastor because that's oh, what I'm going to school for. That would help. Um, but you know what? Honestly, I don't. How, this is going to sound like a cop out, but this is what I was born to do, man. Oh, man. Look at it you. It is. I love this job. But you can't do it. You got to pick You're something. You're so mean. No, I just want you to answer the question. Then I'm just going to be a baseball mom. Okay, baseball mom. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's mm-hmm. a career. I mean, it takes a lot yeah. of your time, it's effort, it's it true. takes work. It's true. To be it's supportive. Um, Holly? What, what about you, Hals? Well, let's just, before working here, so, like, my dream when I, like, you know, you you leave school and you have ideas on what you want to do. So, I wanted to be a development executive, and that's what I moved to L.A. out to, to be, with a development executive. What does that you work, mean? That sounds so famous. Yeah, so, yeah, so, you, so that's where, you know, you work for a production company or you work for a studio, and you're finding projects to make. It is your job to sift through the kitty litter of scripts that come in and all the other things. And so you're at the beginning stages of a project and you're getting ready to launch it out so that eventually you find the stuff that the other people make. Like when we play Red Light, Green Light, uh, with with projects that are coming out, you'd be like the actual Red Light or Green Light. Well, yeah, or you'd be the person who brings the project to the table and you're like, all right, guys, all right, fellas, ladies, etc. Here's what we're doing. Here's Here are the things, the three projects that I think that we should be doing. And then so you're working on that and then you push it out into the world. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, sounds, you you, you push very, it out. Very, I just, I want you to do that at some point, please. To push it out. Well, not right now, but I want you to do that at some point because (laughs) I think we would all benefit and be able to watch things. Can you do both? Can you still work with us and do that? Yeah, because see, the thing is, is that most things that are in development don't actually make it to your eyeballs. That's true. You know, so like, for example, there was a project that I was working on for HBO when I was working in L.A., and they had to make a decision. Well, is it going to be this project or is it going to be that project? And they decided to go with that project. And that project was Veep on HBO. Oh, oh look at that. That's fascinating. That is I interesting. That. Yeah. So it wasn't the one that I was working on, but oh, that's well. okay. Oh, well. Oh, well. It all that, I mean, but that's end. how Hollywood works. Yep. So more often than not, the things that you're working on don't get made, but you still get paid. Yeah. See, that's, 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 that's what that's, I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. That's some good stuff right there. Yeah. What about you, trainer? Um, I want to write mystery novels and bake bread. That's my life. I yes. like that. Yeah, I'm going to have a nice little English cottage. Oh. Uh, I'm going to serve tea in the afternoon, and then I'm going to write books. I'm really actually surprised about gonna... the cottage. Really? Yeah, because I'm I... not going to be cottage core. I just want like a. a Do you nice want a little... thatched roof? No, yes. I was really I like imagining you doing this like on, on the deck ship. of a cruise ship. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's be clear. I that's a whole other career. Yeah. I would like. Yeah. to be on a cruise ship. But would you be I've the cru- like, But would you be the cruise director, Bradley, or no. would you be Ooh, that would like be fun. or what part of the cruise ship because those are big uh, big vessels and have a lot of jobs. Let's do that one. If you could yeah. work on a cruise ship, what would be your job? What would your cruise ship yeah. job be? That I'd is be a the, good. Now, I'd I'm for gonna, sure be cruise director. I am going to be strategic because cruise director is awesome. But that job, you are up Always before up. everyone else is up, mm-hmm. and you don't go to bed until everyone else is asleep. So it's like being because a Because I've seen this job firsthand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, go for it. <laughs> By all means. 
I don't know what I would do. That's a very good question. I, you would work. You would be like, you would do the show. You think? Yes. You would be like the I entertainment. I would want to like plan menus. I want to I want to be like, well, I do want to be uh, part of the entertainment because the entertainment has a good gig on a cruise ship. Yes. Because the entertainment gets to leave the boat when they're in port. Yes. So I'd be done with that. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Two, Holly, two. what would your job be? I'd be up in the navigation department. I'd be up with the captain. In the crow's and nest. The, yes, I would be in the crow's nest because that was like the first first dream job that I ever really? wanted. Is I wanted to be a pilot of an airplane. Oh, really? Either a seven forty seven or a DC ten. Nothing else. Yeah. Don't wow. give me any of that seven fifty seven. Nobody stuff. needs that. Nobody needs that. But I wanted to be a pilot. I would still love to be a pilot, but that takes a lot of resources and time. That mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah. well, I'm not going to fly a jumbo jet probably at this point in my life. But if anybody, I mean, if they want to, like, you know, go, let me go into the cockpit and give me little wings, you could do that. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah. What did you want to be when you were little? All, I mean, I wanted to be everything. I, for a period of time, thought I wanted to be a lawyer. Like, I would tell people, like, I'm going to be a lawyer someday. You'd be good. You would have been a good lawyer. I am. What? Sorry, Hells. I'm, I'm playing I'm footsie with you. Oh, thanks. One of my favorites is that you wanted to be. An opera singer. Yeah, that's yeah. my favorite one. Oh. Isn't that cute? Little Bradley, the I was opera like, singer. I want to be an opera singer. What about you, Colleen? I wanted to be a dancer, and I and I did you dance. Were. I was. Yeah. You and then, are. You dance. Well, not anymore. I mean, like I dabble. I dancel, but uh, no, that's what I wanted to do professionally, and I did for like a hot minute and a half, and then yeah, and then I found radio, and now I'm here. You know, a natural segue. Yeah, yeah. makes <laughs> sense, right? Holly, what did you want to be besides an uh, besides a pilot? I wanted to be a paleontologist. Did oh, you? Yeah. That's a good kid's job. That's right? a good kid's job, right? Yeah. The science, the dinosaurs. Were you, one of, were you one of those kids that like knew all the dinosaurs like backwards and forwards? No, but I knew all the airplanes backwards and forwards. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's like they would fly over the airport and then somebody would ask me, okay, well, what's that? And I'd be like, well, that's a DC-9 because the DC-9 has the engine on the back of the, on the wing and the thing and the blah, blah, blah. So, you know, that's just so put a nickel in. That's hilarious. And now I'm on the radio. Exactly. Isn't that funny? Natural segues. We all ended up on the radio. We had high hopes. And here we are talking about celebrities. Yay! 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 Uh, Okay, I'm sorry. I'm checking to see if we have any last minute uh, questions. Uh, We did get this one from Sasha. If you could pick one other MyTalk host as a guest host for the day, who would you pick and why? Oh, we already answered And that. we kind of already answered that. And the answer is, and it sounds like a cop-out, but anybody. Yeah, anybody yeah. can anybody. come anybody. in. Anybody. Yeah. perform daily. We really do. Anyone on Everybody top. has, you know, very unique uh, offerings that they bring to the table. And um, we do. We are we are blessed here with a dynamite, dynamite on-air staff. Everybody is, like, always ready to play. And we do. Yeah. We do. Daily. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you want to leave the people with today? Oh, gosh. Uh, my Jerry Springer moment? No. I am just very grateful. Thank you all for coming out, for listening to our show. As Colleen has already said, and I know I've uh, mentioned it as well today, but we are now into our 10th year. It's actually our 11th, 11th year. 11th year. We're wow. into our 11th mm-hmm. year because we just celebrated 10 years on the air on the Colleen and Bradley show. We started, um, I think, from 9 to 11 mm-hmm. on the weekend. Yeah, they, and then, But we did go from 9 to 11 during the week Yes, first, they too, gave right? us two hours, and then they gifted no, us a third hour. It was hour. 10 to 12, backed it yes. up from 9 to noon. Yes, and then, and then we moved to the afternoons, and this is where we sit. And here we are. And here we are. Thank you, everybody, for coming out to see us here at the Minnesota State Fair. Thank you to all of you who listened at home to the special tell-all edition of the Colleen and Bradley show. 
Lori and Julia are coming up next. Everybody stay safe and be excellent to each other. Bye. Bye.